0: Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by our pal Gary at PartsCaster Concierge. Gary offers custom-designed PartsCaster-style builds and bodies catering to upscale DIY builders. Concierge services are included with every project to ensure every build is perfectly tailored. Gary can assist with design concepts, electronic configurations, hardware selections, and everything in between. Now every DIY builder is working at a different knowledge or skill level, so Gary offers these services on an as-needed basis, so he can be as involved in your build as you need him to be. With help sourcing parts or even advice during your finishing or assembly phases. Gary offers flat top, contoured, or edge routed bodies for bolt on necks, as well as custom pick guards, necks, pre setups, and other parts and services through builders and guitar techs within Gary's ever growing network. So if you're on the hunt for a sick custom parts caster project, check out at partscasterconcierge on social media or partscasterconcierge.com.
1: Well, Thumpin' and Theo and Leap and Neo, it's a sweet episode of The Culture Guitarist. That was inspired by your dog. Yeah, uh, and, and the, the fact Matrix, that I, I tried I to think. watch The Matrix Resurrections last night, and I got 15 minutes in and it was just like, I'm bored! Really?
0: Yeah. I didn't think it was a great movie, but it was... Nobody thought it was a great but movie. But, it, but I also didn't, <laughs> didn't like, hate it. Like I, and,
1: I'll give it another it didn't, go when it I'm didn't not... It didn't
0: ruin it for me.
1: Like, dying of tiredness, I'll give it another go, but... It was not starting off well, Mm. I got to say. It was like, yeah. Anyways, my name is all over you, Al. And with me, (laughs) as ever, cute and cuddly Casper. And uh, joining us from the Lone Star State is uh, stonkingly sexy Sam from Cardinal Guitars. How are (laughs) y'all? Real good, man. (laughs) Great, man. (laughs) That's awesome! Happy to have you here.
0: The 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 the, silence, the like the stale thrilled. That, I'm thrilled. That, <laughs> that was really good.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I don't really, you know, it's 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 almost a bad intro because it's just like here's a dumb nickname. Respond now. Yep. And you know, I know
2: right. I know. You did warn me that it was a dumb nickname, and you were correct.
1: Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's complimentary. It sticks. It works. <laughs> it's I mean, probably true. It's not wrong. <laughs> I thought it's yeah. You know, you you just have a, your voice conveys that you're stonkingly sexy. Let's mm-hmm. let's just put it that way.
2: Well, yeah. Well, i I got a birthday coming up. Let's see if that shows up on the birthday card. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, let's just launch right into it, Casper. Yeah, what have you been up to this week? Guitar and or music related?
0: Go. Oh. Go. Cool. Um, well, speaking of birthdays, uh, this past Sunday okay. was my birthday.
1: Happy birthday! Thank
0: you. Um, yeah, so I got one more year of thirties left.
1: All right, I mm. forget you're actually a couple years behind me. Yep.
0: Yeah. So uh, it'll be uh
1: Oh,
2: you're not missing anything. You'll be
0: fine. I know, it's just everybody come up to me and they're like, "Hey, happy birthday!" Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm like some of my coworkers, are like, "This is your birthday?" And I'm like, "So." <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't really care, and I Cap- haven't Casper's made a... a grumpy curmudgeon. And uh...
2: <laughs> dude, I used to be that way, but now I'm like, it's my birthday. Where's my stuff?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> for no,
2: no, no. I want my stuff. Yeah. I want my stuff, man.
1: Casper's fortieth is going to be great. He's going to get a uh, penis that reduces in functionality by fifty percent, <laughs> and cyan. <sciatis>. Mmm. <laughs>
2: mm,
0: that's little yeah, Wait, keep an eye out H for gout. That rhymes. Out for gout. Pee. You need to stop talking now. (laughs) Yeah, we're done. Next topic. What else? I uh, my hardware arrived from England today for my SG. I promptly installed it all, and it is amazing. So So my Indra pick guard. Did your
1: soldering and everything? You're you're done. It's not
0: soldered yet, but uh, the pickups are all mounted. Everything's everything's in. I just have two two wires to solder, and she's off to the races.
1: Excellent! Yeah, I'm excited for you, man. It's yeah, I'm.
2: Good. Congratulations! Good for you. I like that. Nah, I mean that sincerely. You know, I mean, I've been doing this a long time. Started out back in the 1490s, singing songs on the Nina, the pent and the Santa Maria. (laughs) Um, But I know what it's like when you get the new stuff and it works and you're happy as a clam. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, I didn't know I could play this badly, but I still love it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not being funny, but also being serious. It's the truth. If it makes you happy and and it makes you want to play guitar more, I
0: support it, man. Of course. Of course. No, I'm super stoked. So it's all the uh, the astrophysics stuff from Indra on the pickguard and the back cover cavity and uh, the cavity covers. Sorry, um, sonic pickups are in there. I'm just cannot wait to wire it all up. Yeah, I'm
1: excited to hear it.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be really good. It's been like five months since I took it apart.
1: It's been a while. Yeah, I don't remember exactly how long because long time. Yeah,
0: I kind of jumped the gun. Probably could have played it for a few months. Yeah, before you probably. Beforehand. Yeah. yeah, I was a
1: little like, oh, you took it apart already, but. Huh.
0: It's all good. Oh, you don't have other guitars to play? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, pretty much it. I, I uh, put some more bins on my, my parts desk for my pedal stuff. See that? Yeah. And uh, sticker bomb the crap out of the one there, and all of our buddies stickers up. So, yeah, it's cool. pretty cool. That's about it. Cool. Built a pedal. Excellent. Yep, shipping it off to a guy. Nice. I don't know if the guy's... Yeah, he'll probably listen. So I'm not going to say who it is.
1: Okay.
0: He's gonna. It's going to come as a surprise in the mail. All
1: right.
0: Then you shouldn't. You shouldn't say who it yeah, is. Yeah, I won't. You're gonna have to tell me. I oh, will. Yeah, I'll tell. Ta- I'll tell you, I you later. Have a strong guess, but. yeah, I think you do. It's um, for you, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about you, Sam? What have you been up to, music and/or guitar related this week? Obviously, you build guitars and repair things. So uh, anything other than work?
2: You know? mm, yeah. Well, I mean, guitar-wise, it's. Uh, you know, I guess we'll get to that, but just it's, it's 101 degrees already in June, which is kind of rare for us. So, um, just trying to get some house repairs done before it gets too hot. And then we're going on vacation next on Sunday and just, you know, up to my butt and alligator. So
1: that's, that's pretty hot. That's, that's 38 degrees for you. Non-freedom unit, uh, 38
2: listeners. Right, 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 right. High on Sunday supposed to be 106. We'll see if that pans out, but and Texas it in can summer. get it, it's they it, it can get too hot where the planes won't take off, and that is concerning me right now.
0: Yeah, where are you, were you guys but, like taking off somewhere in a plane? Then
2: we're going to Miami and then driving down to Key West. Uh, oh, beauty! I, I grew up in New Orleans, and we used to uh, occasionally just. You know, decide to drag the boat down to various spots in Florida for a different taste of salt water, I guess. And once you get the bug and you've been enough times, you realize it is the tropical paradise that everybody says it is. And I brought my wife and child down there a few years ago, and they're like, we're going back. And I said, save your pennies, because it ain't cheap.
1: I got to be honest. uh, (laughs) I hear different things about Florida. (laughs) Well, I mean, it
2: is America's wing. Everybody knows that. And there's a reason for it. That's that's public knowledge. I mean, but it's like anything anywhere else, you know, just because you see it on TV doesn't mean it's true, you know, and every time I go down there and it's nothing but the nicest people in the world. And I've met my share of turds as well. You know, it's like I can't throw a rock in this town with hitting somebody I don't like. So
1: I come from a place in Canada that's uh, known for our intellectual discourse. We'll just put it that way.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I I my I had family members who lived in uh, Canada. Uh, they got my dad got transferred to Calgary years ago, uh, and I as I like to put it, it was an excuse to get away from his oldest son. Um, <laughs> I stayed behind in New Orleans, and all you know, the rest is history. But I learned a lot about Canada. And I fell in love with Canada, plain and simple. I've driven from Calgary to Campbell River on Vancouver Island. I've made the drive more than nice. once. It's frickin' paradise in yep. the summer.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> good to <laughs> say. <Yeah. laughs> well, that's, that's a good drive because Calgary's right against the Rockies. So right it's, up. Pretty, it's pretty scenic all the way from there to yeah. Campbell River. It's when you oh, go the mind. other way. That's where you go. Oh,
2: no. I've yeah. chosen, as my dad said, the... Uh, he said, "Son, if you go to the edge of town, the east side of town, you stand on a Coke can, you can see all the way to Saskatoon."
1: Yeah,
0: it's not.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like yeah, and I did, and he was right. So
0: but, I, had a, you know. I had a a buddy that when we were kids, he him and his family a little grew up here, and or he grew up here, and then moved to Regina when he was like fourteen, and we kept yeah. in touch for a number of years after. He's like, he's like, yeah, I can still see the Rockies. They're 11 hours yeah. away, but I can see them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oof. <laughs> wow. Not for me, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I grew no,
2: up um, on the edge of yeah. those <laughs> I'm not a fan, but, I've you know, I grew up below sea level, so what the hell, on
0: <laughs> Yep. What well, about you, buddy?
1: Me. I don't have a whole heap load to report on. We've, we spent this week, like, completely rearranging our entire place, like, which, you know, you start doing that with where you're living, and it becomes a bigger mess. Oh, yeah. And then you got to clean up everything. So that's been most of my week is just kind of rearranging everything. Um, But I finally have, like, a little music station set up That's where my gear is permanently set up now. Nice. Um, Before any time I wanted to play electric, I was having to kind of set everything up again every time, and that was kind of a pain. Consequently, I wasn't playing a lot of electric. I was mostly just playing acoustic, which is fine. Yeah. But – you know life without overdrive is a dull life
0: or a reverb <clears throat>
1: no yeah oh God. It's don't even bit. don't
0: even go down that yeah. road
1: um <laughs> so i've got i've got all that stuff set up now which is great um been talking to people about the podcast booking trying to book people and stuff and you know just mostly been doing that uh yeah i don't really have anything new otherwise
0: yeah so um i have a question yeah. I, about you were posting some pictures of your of your gear and everything on instagram and there's a black base on your stand is that that dano
1: uh no that what is, is that because uh, i know you got rid of your gender. Like, yeah that was this the black base is a Tysco. oh uh, i think it's long its stuff sanded off the headstock but it has all the hallmarks of classic japanese 60s Tysco. oh yeah um and it's actually no longer mine i've sold it to a, a buddy oh okay and uh it just hasn't been picked up yet. It's just sitting on my stand. I, I it was one of those things. Just as, uh, as a you know, Sam can attest to, um, to make it any fun, you have to sit down. You got to give it a fret job, and you know, you got to do the one over on those things to make them playable in any yeah. real sense. And I just lazied out and was like, ah, I don't feel like doing this, so <laughs> <laughs> I sold it. <laughs> so perfect. Yeah. Anyway, let's fire into it. Stockingly sexy. Sam,
0: I thought we weren't gonna do that anymore. Uh, I'm
1: doing it. Works for me. Yeah, I mean, y- y- you got one of the good nicknames. I think a yeah. lot of our guests have gotten some pretty bad ones where they're just like, "Please don't ever say those words again." <laughs> yeah,
0: there was a, there was a, there was even an instance where I was like, "We had a guest on." And I'm like, "You can't do that this time. You can't give this person <laughs> them the nickname." Okay, it's like, <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna go into it but if you listen back, you'll find it. There's, there's at
1: least one nickname that probably should have gotten me like on a watch list somewhere. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's true.
0: Yeah. That's different. If you're on a watch
2: list, that's fine. If you're on a to-do list, that's a completely different. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, ba- watch list is a badge of honor.
1: I think there's, there's, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Depends on the watch list, I suppose.
2: That's true. If it's,
1: uh, true. if it's the government watch list, oh, that's kind of a badge of honor. If it's a, uh, don't let this guy within 500 meters of a school zone watch yeah, list. No, no. That's not so great.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. Anywho. And for the record, I'll never did kick a baby oh. into a Canyon for a, a guitar. So yet,
1: yeah. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, no. Well, not kick.
1: This punt was what I, I believe I said. <laughs> right.
2: Was. Yeah.
1: And I for the record, never kick. I am willing still to do that for there's, there's <laughs> instrument makers out there that I admired at that point. I'm willing to do that, and actually, Sam is one of them. Mm.
2: Oh, high praise!
1: Yeah, I actually tried to buy one of your passion projects, your old Redbirds. Um, a few oh, yeah, ago, and my my wife caught me as I was about to do the do, do the deed, and she was like, "Hey, no!"
2: <laughs> yeah, so
1: she spouted off some bull crap about us technically still being homeless, and that money needs to go to paying rent, paying rent, and. Blah.
2: I'm going to side with your wife on that one. Uh, I'm
1: divorcing her as we speak. <laughs> Dude. Wow. A mis- that I'm is a still message. siding with your wife. Oh. Oh. You <laughs> tell her I said that. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> well, that was my, you know, the side hustle is a side hustle, but it like, you know, it, it is my way of kind of giving back to some of this forgotten stuff from the sixties. You know, I, I remember I'm old enough to remember, you know, uh, Tice goes in the Sears catalog, uh, you know, in the seventies. And, um, even then I was, I thought, you know, I'm 12, 14 years old, I was like, that's terrible. And how did I know? And I said, look at the price, <laughs> you know, like, so when I first started doing this along with, uh, well, I'll mention his name, Adam Grimm, <laughs> um, we've, and Pete Malinowski, we're all just kind of, you know, pitching our hat in the ring a couple of years ago. Like, and this sound like a good idea, you know, right before the pandemic. Cause these, these Bobcats are, you know, yeah, they're several hundred dollars away from being a, you know, an excellent guitar, but you shouldn't throw them away. You know, that's I know it's the American way to buy, buy, buy and trash, trash, trash. And I know I've been there. There's a G.I. Joe in a dump outside of New Orleans, you know, (laughs) that I threw away. It's probably worth a million dollars. But, uh, you know, your Tysco base. I see what you mean. You look at it and you say, that's a lot of work. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So when, when you call it a passion project, that's absolutely true. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it'll, it does, it is, it allows me to, to, to give back, to, to recognize the shoulders on which I stand.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I love them. Um, and I, I was a little pouty when my wife said, you know, probably shouldn't do that. And she was right. I still make them. I know. I know. And I, and I still got my eyeballs on one and, uh, and other, other things from you, you know,
2: no, you never know. Lord That's the no, way I look at it.
1: If I, if I ever win the lottery, I will make a lot of stupid purchases.
2: Oh man, I, well, you and everybody else, I'm yeah. sure, right?
0: Yeah, it'll be a fun day. Oh boy. See, I wish. No, I shouldn't say it like that because I don't because I just don't have the time. But I actually don't have the know-how to bring up one of those like '60s old '60s because I have one. I have a the, my pen. You have two. I'm looking. Well, up. yeah, the base too. That's oh, right too. I forgot about the base. Um. So I have these these two like 60s Japanese guitars and the one is, is I absolutely love it. And it just doesn't it's actually getting worse just because it's now like <laughs> living in my basement and the yeah. you know the humidity down here fluctuates it's, a tiny bit and
1: it's got a simple but very common list that all of its contemporaries have. Yeah. That it needs in order to be a real instrument. It needs a new nut, needs new frets. Yeah. Um you're lucky that thing has a truss rod.
0: Nope, it doesn't have a truss rod. It's It's got the steel reinforcement. Well, okay. So there you go. That's good
2: too. That's stuff. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Wood. Especially on the shorter scale stuff. You'll be fine. Really what I tell people, in fact, I just told a guy, he was, uh, uh inquiring about a guitar and he had a, uh, what looked like an old Fuji gen, which really got my attention. And he said, man, I'm having problems doing this and this and this. And I just he messaged him back and I said, you need to shim the neck. He embraced the shim. You know, and by the way, that bridge, it doesn't intonate, which is so fundamentally flawed
0: <laughs> that, yep.
2: you know, like you can't even compensate by tilting it. You just there's nothing you can do. And that's when I start, you know, I start telling people I'm not working on your tulip. I've, <laughs> I've done two. And it was like, it's just not worth it. You know, even though they wind up because there's one here in a studio here in a town in town or another one up in Michigan. that's in his studio. And he's like, Oh my God, this thing is amazing. I was like, don't tell a soul. <laughs> I said, I, I am so upside down on that. And I've got paying Cardinal customers over here. like, Hey dude, what the hell? And I said, shut up. Wait until No, I didn't tell him. You know I mean. Well, two of them, I can tell to shut up because if they change their mind one more time, I swear to God, I'm going to drive to their house and make it take me to lunch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that is, that's my life. That's, you know, that, that's what I want. And this is what I've set myself up for. Uh, and then that's the reason why that you do this. If, if you don't have, and I'll use the P word, the passion word again, it, it, you don't have that drive, then you really will just kind of let it sit there and languish and then just move on and, you know, I don't know, Flip Burger somewhere. I well, whatever, you know. I'm, that's a, that's a bit hyperbolic, but you you get you get I, I the get, drift. I get what you're
1: saying. So I want to take a step backwards for a sec, just because uh, I think we skipped over an interesting, if nothing else, part of your journey, um, and that's the origin story. That's that's you know, we start superhero movies this way. We well this way so i can i'll
2: re i'll reboot the whole thing for you so i don't know who's directing this garbage but i'm sure it'll be better than the original he just uh, cast garbage. no i'm talking no my story
1: <laughs> oh you wouldn't be wrong either way <laughs> well, yeah,
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> believe me i' I'm in i'm in no position to call anybody garbage at this point in my life uh origin story simple i started playing in 1981 1982 and i bought a gibson firebrand sg for 370 dollars at a long defunct uh, uh music store in metairie which is a suburb of new orleans um soon realized that i didn't have a choice i had to play guitar and i loved everything about it i devoured everything i could I went to, you know, I, I took lessons. I learned to sight read, and I was—I uh, I gave myself a solid B plus. I put a lot of effort into that.
1: Guitar still do to who this day. Read music?
2: I well, if if you put the chart in front of me, it'll take me a while, but I can catch up. A, I'll, I'll I'll catch up, and it'll probably be "Mary Had a Little Lamb," but cram it. I'm still reading it, and you're not. That's
0: uh, yeah. no, oh, yeah. That's we're amazing. sitting
1: here like he reads the dark arts. <laughs> <laughs> That's,
2: well, look, I, I don't do not pretend to. Uh, it's a skill set that anybody can cultivate if they choose to. But that was back in the days when you kind, you didn't have. It was pre tablature, so you, you didn't have a choice. Yeah. Uh, then I don't know. a Year later, my SG neck needs to be adjusted, and I didn't know what I was doing. And the days of, uh, how should I put this, uh, good techs, mm, they had not arrived yet. There, was, there were a couple of places you could take your guitar to, and it was a crapshoot. And uh, I got the guitar back and was told that it was beyond repair. The neck is twisted and this and this and this and this. And, this, and I'm looking at it like, that's not true. So randomly a guitar player magazine, remember those guys when it actually came in the mail, they uh, uh, showed me how to adjust a truss rod. And I thought it can't be this simple. And it was, um, and that got me on the, the, the path of doing, uh, not, not just setups for myself, but helping other players. um, Fast forward a few years, I bought a really terrible bullet truss rod strap from 1979, the three-bolt plate, the whole thing. The high E-string's not even over the freaking fretboard. You know, I was like, oh, my God. I weighed 11 pounds, by the way. Never forget that. <laughs> and I – it looked like um, the Edge. You know, it was black, black guard. By the way, the Edge's name is David Evans. My name is Samuel David Evans. Just remember that. Um <laughs> and i remember i took it to my dad he's an ex engineer and i had this thing apart and he looked at it and he was like what's the problem I was like this is monkey work you know he was overstating it but his point was that it's like you can do this you know don't get bogged down with you're not going to ruin anything You know, so I couldn't change the fact that it weighed 11 pounds, but I could move the neck in the neck pocket and get the E we're supposed to be and set the, and do a setup on it and had the micro tilt and all that good stuff. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Then I got into doing basically parts guitars before people did parts guitars. Not that I was the first, I was late to that game. Even then this was about 1987, 88, 89 was the last one. And Warmoth was one of the only guys in town. Mighty might was still around, but they didn't have the, uh, At least I didn't see the the marketing blitz. Warmoth was just plastered everywhere in the industry. So you could buy that one. Still is. And I still think their products are absolutely fantastic. I mean, I got a replacement neck for that said Stratocaster that I was just in awe of, you know, like, wow, like this is how they're supposed to be made. And then that's where it went from there. Uh, Just doing minor repairs, uh, doing minor builds. I'd learned to, use every tool that I use in the shop I knew how to use by the time I was 16 years old because my dad had them all. Now, he he didn't have a table router, but I was just like, eh, it's just the router turned upside down. You know, like like everything was familiar. And then I just leveraged that skill set over the years by, you know, buddy-buddying with other builders and with techs and so on and so forth and got really good at it. My words, right? Others might disagree and I don't care. Um, and then promptly decided to move to Austin, Texas. Uh, I was 92, I guess I was 28 years old. So yes, now you know how old I am. Um, I was working in the printing industry as my day job in New Orleans. I've started doing that here and then started doing more kind of repair stuff. I bought a PRS. I was making better money. I had a metal panel, hundred Watts, uh, Marshall, super tremolo head. That was fantastic. I mean, I, life was good. And then I met my soon-to-be wife at that point. She's still my wife, according to the paperwork, and went back to school. Um, I've got I got an undergrad that has no relation to any of this stuff. So to say that my life has been eclectic is an absolute understatement. And I don't know if that's good or bad, <laughs> but I have leveraged what I know about these guitars uh, to my benefit. And then my, my undergrad helped me kind of understand, oh, well, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this too. And then it it all just kind of uh, fell into my lap, you know, in 2007, I went, I'm just going to do it. Like, man, you know, 15 year olds are doing it and I'm 115, you know, like this is not like, just do it. Now, of course that takes guts, balls, whatever you want to call them, uh, gutsy balls. But, you just, you know, what else are you going to do? You got to be willing to make the mistakes. You got to be willing to go to a guitar show and have somebody basically kick you in the shin and go, dude, you need to work on that. That sucks. And then you go home and you work on it and you don't pout and you don't go, well, you know, uh, my mom said it was great. And I was like, God, don't. You know, your mom said your parts are great. So shut up. <laughs> um, you see where this is going. So, and I built a business out of it, you know, and I got, Really good at what I was doing. And then, you know, it, it is what it is today. I, I still try to adhere to my ethos of, um, I love the reclaimed idea. I love the quote unquote alternative woods. And uh, it's like, you know, uh, construction techniques and so on and so forth. But more importantly is that I'm a freaking player. And I wind my own pickups, and I have hardware made for me, and I and I use that to not just my benefit, but for the end users' benefit. So, if you were like, "Hey, I want a copper top East, just like Josh from Cattle Decapitation," right? And I was like, "Okay, I can do that." And I said, "I said that's kind of a standard model that I do if somebody orders it." They said, "Well, what about the pickups?" And I said, "Well, I wind them." You know, to to have that level of detail for these folks has allowed me to sell to a a very disparate group of players, whether it's Josh and the the 20 and 30 somethings following him, even though Josh is like 78 years old waiting on Medicare. Um, And then uh, he's going to kill me that I said that, but I don't care. (laughs) Um, Oh, God, I don't do not delete that. Um, I've got, I've got guys who are like, you know, they're in their sixties and they're like, Hey man, can you make me a magpie like this? i was like, yeah, sure. You know, like it it ain't cheap, but it is good. You know, it is like, Hey, find another, you know, after, you know, hundreds of interest instruments into this, it's like, yeah, I know what I'm doing, but I'm also willing to learn and I'm, I'm willing to learn from my mistakes. (laughs) <laughs> I literally had a – did you see the pink uh, old Redbird I posted a few weeks ago on the uh, old Redbird site? I'm sure I it, did, it, it, but uh, – we'll Just lie and say yes. Uh, <laughs> well, it, I, it's just that if it's a local it, guy – single uh,
1: pickup, if I recall.
2: It was, oh, you did see it. Well, good. The truth is – that's the one, right?
0: Uh, he it was a yeah. Casper just looked it up. It, like it's yeah, it's a, I already. Yeah, it's you, like, oh, I yeah. yeah, yeah that it's, like? it's not like you have this portable
2: computer in your hand that shows you pictures. Of everything I'm looking. On at, I'm going
1: to your Instagram right now. Shut up.
2: <laughs> Shut your piehole, Evans. Uh, so he brings this funky H19 body, and he was like, "Can you salvage this? I know it's not really in your wheelhouse." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Well, if it's a, it's a local sale, let's see if we can make this work." You know, I got a neck and it's all that good stuff. And I'm just smitten with this thing. He brought in the mastery hardware and all that good stuff, which I don't use because it's too expensive for these things. But And it's just one pickup. And I had one volume knob in my head, but it has a tone knob. So I'm just playing this thing, and I'm thrilled. I'm over the moon over it. And I was like, dude, come get it. He comes and get it, and I hear it from him six hours later. He's like, dude, I don't think the tone control works. And I was like, eh, bring it back. It's probably, probably something stupid, you know, ground wire someplace. So it was like, nope, opened it up, didn't hook it up. just completely had one pickup one volume up and I will own that I will own it now he's standing there with his adorable daughter you know in my shop and he said hey that pickup's dark he said I like it but it was like I got one here that's like 8.2k you want to try it oh yeah I'll leave it and you know I'll come back I was like no we're gonna do this while you're here and I looked at his daughter and I said you want a a sparkling water while you wait takes about 15 minutes she said yes please so I went and got her sparkling water. And 15 minutes later, he's got the new pickup in it. The tone control's hooked up. And he's pleased as punch. And I thought, you know what? There's my lesson right here. I, I, I learn you learn from your mistake. You're still going to make a mistake. You just minimize your mistakes, but don't cry. Well, cry, but don't let anybody see you. And then <laughs> don't don't be a jerk. That's not the word I use. Usually it starts with a D, but I was told to watch my mouth, which is very difficult right now, <laughs> but, and be nice to this, the, these people, they're just nice people, you know, and, and, and they care about what I do. And the guy's just over the moon. He's like, "Hey, is that hollow body available? And I said, well, you know, if you, uh, you know, after June 1st, the price increase, you know, he's like, how much? And I said, I don't know. How many beers are you going to bring next time? <laughs> like, and I have a relationship with this guy, you know, like he's somebody you enjoy hanging out with. I don't know a lot of people who go to work like that and have a relationship with their customers like that. I consider myself very lucky.
1: Yeah, I should say so.
0: Hello. Yeah, still here. No, I heard a I heard a notification. <laughs> I, th- I think was it was a no-, no, it wasn't me. That was a Windows notification. Must've been. No,
2: it's, I think that was my uh my computer uh yeah. did something stupid. I got Well, I have a laptop, I just found out my Pickup wire finally shipped, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Yay. Just in time for me to go to vacation.
1: <laughs> so, taking a step backwards here, and because uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot to love and there's a lot to discuss. Like, Car- you know, you you have very unique shapes, and I I would say a very unique approach with Cardinal. Um, on one hand, it feels incredibly progressive and and bold. And then on the other hand, you know, you're using some pretty classic stuff. Like you got one foot planted in old school, and one foot planted in very modern. Um, well,
2: that's that's the plan. But yeah,
1: so that was that was a deliberate. Like that's just who you are. That wasn't a chance of evolution.
2: It's true, and and it was based on a a theory that I had after you know devouring everything you've you know read and you know the guitar press, and then you know as the internet is you know coming into its own in the early 2000s. And I realized that if I was going to do this, I'm not making another Stratocaster, you know, even though I will make my version of a Tele because I have a Tele fetish, but that's a discussion for a different day. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to revisit old ideas that could inspire me to bring something, let's say out of the early, early 20th century that fell by the wayside, either through a lack of marketing on the part of, you know, a said manufacturer or just people, not enough people saw it. So my original design was based on that old K-Craft acoustic, which, of course, Rick Turner had done something with as well. And I thought, there's some gold in here. There's something that's going to really infuriate a lot of people. And that's what I want to do. Um, <laughs> and I don't mean that to be smug. I mean that quite literally because it's, yeah, our business, yeah, we'll call it the rock and roll business in some ways is the most conservative bunch of people you'll ever meet in your life and all based in this quote unquote counterculture movement from the fifties and the six well, we'll call it sixties actually, you know, where we're changing the world, but you got to play a outcaster.
1: Yeah. The guitar community can sometimes be a bit stodgy at embracing new there's
2: new the i know embracing. and i was like but but i can't change that and that's not my that's not my business it's not my problem right so i was like if you're gonna get into this you got to create a niche and a niche that's actually aesthetically a please, pleasing to enough people and to that you can be identified for hey that's sinker cypress right there. It's 120 years old and it sounds like Basically, the best piece of Western Red Cedar you have ever heard. Um, and here it is. Here's the guitar. You know, this is what I did with it. And people are like, oh my gosh, I, I had no idea. I had no idea. And I'm okay. Like, yeah, I know you didn't. You know, I was like, nobody really does. I said, I'm still kind of flying under the radar kind of by design uh, because it allows me to kind of pick and choose my projects and allows me to kind of pick and choose my customers. So, yeah, you're right. It's, uh, it was by design. I, I've dragged some of this stuff, kicking and screaming, into the 21st century.
1: Is that the Zenith? Would that be the first shape? Like, is that the one you're referring first to?
2: First one was the East and the West. The East okay. was the solid body version. The first ones were, you know, reclaimed pine with Formica on the top and the back, with cheap hardware and crappy fretwork. And they were, and and they were meant to be that way. It's like, look, I played enough harmonies to know that if I put better hardware on here and do decent fret work, you know, to kind of get, I don't charge a lot of money for them. And people are like, God, you made these pickups and the whole thing. I like, people got it. You know, they're like, I get it. I get it. And I said, well, look, you know, the prices are going up because I'm doing this. And they're like, absolutely. So that all took off from there. Now, when you start a guitar company, it's just like a car company. You can't have just one model, you know? Uh, and, and that's where the, the Zenith was next. Uh, after that was the Magpie, then the Bantam. There's a bass in there somewhere where I'm. it's only in prototype form, but Bust kicking the doors in on the bass market's it's a completely different animal. But <laughs> y- you can tie all these guitars in together. You know, like I'll even mention Josh again from Cattle Decapitation. He, him and I are working on this, been working on this prototype forever. It started just before COVID, so needless to say, it's been backburned until really recently. But it's a design that we kind of came up with together. Like he came up, he's like, "Can we do this?" And I said, "We can." But let's just do this, this, and this. And then it winds up being like so much different than everything else. But it's immediately identifiable as something that I would, you know, that I've had my stinky thumbprint on, you know. And it's like that's what I want. It's like I'm I'm putting stuff out there. I'm making a mark in the world by doing my best and being honest. There's, But honest as I know I I can be anyway, and then putting it in somebody's hands, I'm affecting people's lives one person at a time. And to have that luxury, to have that ability that I've cultivated the past 15 years with Cardinal, again, I'm lucky to be doing what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I think, uh, I think anybody who's able to make a living doing Lutheran is in a lucky position.
2: Oh, I didn't say I was making a living. Wait, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, well, I mean, that's the, that's, and they, you know, I've been called an artist and I hate that term because I can't spell art school. Uh, is it one word, two words? Is there a K in school? I have no idea. Uh, but th- th- it's,
1: it's to have
2: school, right. Thank you. Denmark. Um, or, oh, i was thinking mega mega yeah <laughs> oh mega oh no there you go uh so i'm doing yeah you know i'm in my head as much as i am making you know sawdust and if i'm in my head and i'm gonna have this idea and so on and so forth i ain't making money you know but it has to be done in fact i'm gonna kind of pull back from custom work uh in the next couple of months because i need to build two more workbenches uh for the acoustic the electric acoustic that i'm working on i need to put I got to build a separate pick, you know, pickup winding station, you know, and that that's the business side of things, you know, reinvesting in all of this. And so, and it helps to, you know, have a smoking hot wife who makes a bunch of money at her job. So, <laughs> and, and I got to take care of my kid because I, my, one of my shops is behind my house, you know? So I was, I said, man, quit, quit complaining. Not that I was complaining too much, but All of that, that, that my life is in that work is in that one piece, you know, uh, nothing makes me happier than when customers want to come. Hey, we're in Austin. Can we swing by the shop? And I said, I'm not putting on a shirt. Uh, (laughs) and they're like, then no, no, (laughs) then no Look, order
1: canceled. Well, they're doing it wrong, man.
2: Oh, that's on them. Anytime
1: Casper says he's not putting on a shirt, I'm like, I'll be there faster. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, that's that sounds like that sounds like a challenge.
1: Well, horrible things that we do with baby oil aside, um, I think what you're doing is okay. I mean, obviously, I think we're doing this cool. That's the whole reason you're on the show. If we didn't think what you're doing was cool,
2: believe me. Yeah, <laughs> we don't uh, reach out if, if if Adam didn't think that you guys were you know, doing the Lord's work, I wouldn't have picked
1: up the phone. <laughs> well, I see that's, I consider that high praise. Yeah. Adam's, yeah. I mean, Adam is one of those people. It's like,
2: he really is. I mean, I met Josh through Adam. Adam did a real, a, a terrible amp show. And it wasn't terrible. It was just at the <laughs> wrong venue. No. And if it was terrible, I'd say so, but it was, it wasn't terrible because I got to hang out with Adam and I've known him now for 12 years and we, you know, we have our differences, but we are also very much alike in that, um, we're, we're open to things that aren't the status quo. I'll leave it at that. Um, uh, you know, I own two of Adam's aunts. Uh, I came in and he was like, you inspired me. He said, you said this, all this stuff. And he said, you, I didn't know that guitar makers knew this about overtone cycles, going through the amplifier, so on and so forth. And I didn't take a lot of credit for that because they teach you that in physics in high school and your first year of college. So any monkey can do that. Um, and next thing you know, this amp shows up and, and I open it up and it sounds like God. And my first reaction was crap. Not going to make him a guitar. Uh, I was like, God, you know what? That's, that is a total Yeah. Crap. Whatever. Which I did. And he owns and he loves it. But okay, fine. But that, that amp doesn't leave my shop. Yeah. (laughs) I famous people have asked to borrow it and they've been told no at much to at my great personal loss because it's that important to me. And Adam understands that. Uh, one of the, I think the V one, uh, preamp sockets got a, one of the original, Uh, vintage solder joints on there and if you got to wiggle the tube to get it to stay in there and adam's like you know you can fix that i was like shut your mouth (laughs) don't because it it can it can hear you like shut up and and then off it goes you know and then we're like that so that's that was fun. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say, you know, and, and our relationship uh, has been back and forth ever since. I love it You know, we, we he keep wanting
1: co- to do a like a story time with Adam section, segment yeah. and we keep, it just keeps not happening for a variety of reasons, but we really need to get that happening just because he, he's got all these hilarious. They're movies. all true, man. I, I tell you,
2: this... he, the people that he knows, it's just like, dude, how do you know these people, you know? And. I think a lot of stuff just falls in his lap. Note, note, I said stuff. That's not the S word I was told to, wanted to use, but I used a different one. Um, you, can
1: just, you can just say the word and we'll, we'll take care I'm of it, I'm not doing
2: that. You told me to watch my mouth, so I'm watching my mouth. Um, <laughs> but he owned a vintage clothing store back, you know, 20 years ago where that was, you know, wildly successful is the term he used, which means I'm sure he went bankrupt. Um, but when you're in that business, people bring you stuff, right? Cause they're like, Oh, I found this old shirt in my dad's closet. These aren't blood stains. This isn't the, you know, the, the, it's nothing to do with the Manson family, you know? And then he was like, okay, I'll give you a, you know, a nickel for it. And then he'd put it on the rack and sell it for a dollar. It you know, wasn't complicated, but then he gets to be known as the guy who you bring stuff to, you know? So I remember, The first time I went out there for like a cardinal day in a shop, um, there are like three jukeboxes, like just (laughs) in the way, like in the way. And I remember thinking like, this dude got a problem. This dude got a problem. And I said, what's up with the jukeboxes? Well, this one over here, this one I got a really good deal on. I was like, Adam they're jukeboxes. I have a jukebox too. It's called my phone.
1: Like, you know, and,
2: and, and basically that we, we'd known each other a long time at that point, but he said, oh, and welcome to San Diego, Judgy McJudgerson or whatever he called me. And I was like, hey, we're going to get tacos, you know, off we go. But that, again, that's how he's the catalyst for, you know, meeting all these people. And honestly, he's very personable. Like he listens to people. He does, you know, and, and he doesn't suffer fools. We have that in common as well. So,
0: well, you are on the culture guitarist and you've both been here. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, i
2: tell you what, he's going to get on. You're going to have a, a, a sit down with Adam one day and you're going to run out of crap to say, and he's just going to go, let me just say him on the phone. And then you're really going to be disappointed because <laughs> it'll just be fishing stories.
0: Oh, my favorite kind uh, of stories. Oh no, that's a oh, yes. man.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we 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 we've every time we've had Sam on, we've er, Adam or, sorry Adam on sorry Sam. Uh, we've had same thing. Had a blast chatting with him, and uh, we got to have him back because every time he's come on, it's been like just like the two times he's been on, it's been it was like just as the Gibson lawsuit was like launching into full scale.
0: Yeah, right. And
1: then right after it was completed. So, I mean, poor. <laughs> the poor Adam was just like, it was almost like counseling. It was just, just a lot of like, here's what I just went through. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just, yeah just like, I mean,
1: oh, we just, yeah. He needs a break.
2: Yeah. And, <laughs> and it, it does help to talk it all out. But when you're self-employed, you're still doing all the work, you know? Yeah. So it's like, dude, how can I help? And the reality is you're helping by asking. Cause that's <laughs> what I want to know. Like, don't tell me you're sorry. Cause you tell, you know, you know, stuff you saw, is in a sack. Like, I don't care. Like, George Costanza was correct. But if you ask, it's like, how can I help? That's what people want to hear. Because you might be able to say, hey, can you call these people for me? Or can you do this? Just take 10 minutes. And that's when you find out who your friends are.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. I, Absolutely. I, I can't say yeah. enough good about him. If you're on the fence about what I am to buy, go buy a satellite. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Well, that's what I tell, I, I as you said, he's like, well, you're my top salesman this month. <laughs> and I was like, really, you really need to sell more Cardinals, bro. Cause I am, <laughs> I am kicking your ass right now. Like, when am I going to get that phone call? I was like, Hey man, the guy playing my guitar, he wants to get six of these. I never get that phone call.
1: <laughs> <laughs> never. Uh... <laughs> so, Stepping back into it, you wanted to give back with the uh, the old Redbird stuff. True. Is that like your passion stuff? Like it was? Is the older stuff where your passion lies?
2: No, not necessarily. It's just two different. It's just two sides of the coin for me. It's cardinal is, I get to go pick these woods in this the, the you know and before old Redbird even existed, I was having my hardware made and so on and so forth and. I want the scale length for this particular one and blah, 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 blah. And the, the overlap that goes into old red bird is that passion. Uh, again, there's that P word again, but it's true that, that, uh, I mean, I don't know what's it's called. It's like a fetish, but I, it, that's a little much. It just transferred the old red bird. And I take that. The other thing I take with me is like, you want Cardinal knobs on that? You want fry. you want Cardinal fries with that? Like what, you know, I was like, you get a little taste of the Cardinal experience with that age milk paint, you know, people that when they see it in person, they're like, oh my God, like, I had no idea it was like this from the pictures. I was like, I'm trying to do better with that. But, you know, uh, um, and and that's why, and also too, and I'll say it, it's, it's a price point thing. You know, like, I understand that you don't have the kind of money for me to put together, you know, a zenith with you know, a 75 year old piece of Doug fur for a body and the custom hardware. I get it. Like, I mean, I've been there. I said, but people do. And and that's my focus, but I do have this Bobcat that's got a Cardinal knobs on it. That's been completely refretted for, you know, uh, a thousand bucks, you know, what, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I'm offering you an alternative. And if, if you can't, you know financially fit into either you know uh, either of those paradigms, if you will, if you're nowhere in that Venn diagram, I can't help you. I will gladly send you to someone else who can yeah. I gotta take it obviously you don't take it personally. it's just like this is my way to give back, so it's great to see these twenty and thirty something guys who are uh it, and well, yeah that they're like, this is my ticket into the vintage market without having to pay play a piece of garbage. And I said, wow. And I thought that was very eloquently put. Like, yeah, you've kept this thing out of the dump that was made 1965. You know, and now it's like you'll have it forever. You know, and if you fall on hard times or whatever and you got to sell it, whoever's getting it, they're getting a good guitar, a really, really good guitar. And it lives on in perpetuity. Yeah. And it's with the cardinal stuff. They're so unique. It's just you are you're like if you're buying it, you're like this is what I want. You know, somebody's done their homework. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, as as somebody who has one of these old harmonies that uh, you know, has its issues and stuff, as much as I love it. <laughs> I, I got to say you're doing the world a service cuz they are wonderful, but they have challenges.
2: Major challenges. I don't even know, like basic functioning
1: things. Yeah, I don't I've, know how I've, to put that. I've always like since you know since getting my rocket that I love and cherish so much. Um, I've I've said many times. I've said it on the show too that like it was like the guitar was designed by a luthier who cared and loved guitars, and then it was edited by some bean counter <laughs> in an office somewhere.
2: I think that's a fair assessment and I, Pete Melinowski and I have gone back and forth on this and I think we're both kind of correct. It's just a theory though. Uh, I always said, you know, uh, harmony was a decent bridge and good fret work away from putting fender out of business. Of course that's overstatement and hype, you know, hyperbole, but the, 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 my point was, is like, they, they are just, they're close. They were really close to being really good guitars. And Pete said, no, they weren't. They were built exactly to a price point. Mm-hmm. And he said, do your math. He said, the fretwork, all they did on those budget Bobcats was they leveled the frets. They weren't even re They were level, yeah. and it would play. Because a level and a re that's labor. A awesome. plastic nut that's already been injection molded, glued it in, ready to go. <laughs> Well, I mean, not a bone, could, a bone nut that's fit properly,
1: because like mine, mine has these things where it's like somebody was loving what they were doing when they were putting this, the, the original design together. There sure, was some, there was some. I can see these elements of like guitar design that are that are part of a rocket that that like kind of indicate like somebody loved guitar. <laughs> <Have> <laughs> Absolutely, any, no question. And you see these things are just like, all right, so this this was this was the move of a guy who goes if we don't drill these holes for the wires and don't route cavities for these pickups, then that's 50 cents shaved every time. And and,
2: yeah, seriously, Pete's right. Do the math. (laughs) You want to be in the Sears catalog. You got to be at a price point. Now the thing that got me and it was the first time I looked inside of a rocket, you know, a million years ago was the first thing I noticed. I was like, Oh my God, this thing is curved. Like, you talk about labor yep. to build that box and you don't want to finish out the now you can spend more money. I, I have, I got an H 19 back here that somebody stripped, they always strip it and they think it's, you know, they're going to make more money that way. It's got the block inlays and the fretwork on it is pretty good. It still needs a refret, but I'm like, ah, if you spent more money, you got a Rosewood fretboard. Ah, you got decent fretwork. Now, so I had a plastic nut and crappy fricking tuners, but a better bridge, <laughs> yeah. like you could intonate it. And actually those tremolos, the H19 tremolos and the Bobcat, the clamshell tremolos, they're pretty good. Like they're all steel. My magnet doesn't lie. You know, it's not like they're junk. So uh, what did they, I think um in from 1949 to 1972, before harmony closed the chicago factory and i got a harmony history book around here somewhere they made 10 million yeah. stringed instruments That's
1: crazy by the way if you what is it you have to send me the title of that book because i would i would buy a copy of that.
2: yeah i'll see what i can dig it actually pete sent it to me uh he's like dude you gotta read this this is it's pretty good you know but it's not as detailed as some of the there's some great uh, books out there on uh, Taisco before they were bought by Kauai and then uh, uh, then the Kawhi period. And then on Fujigen, which is oh, another nice. huge deal in the mid sixties. Yeah, so I'd,
1: I'd really like to learn a lot more about this, this history, some of the, these <laughs> brands, particularly because man, it's so hard to, to, if, if you don't know the details, it's so hard to really properly talk about it and stuff. Cause you're just,
2: well, that goes back to the Cardinal thing, too. It's like, look, oh, you want a Zenith with a Doug fur body, maple neck, um, and a rosewood board. It, it's kind of my homage to a certain guitar that starts with a T that was from Fullerton, California. <laughs> but, you know, Michael at Armadillo Machine Works, he's making my hardware, so it's all machine stuff. It's not oh, stamped. Yeah, it's not I'm garbage. i glad you
1: brought him up. I was going to say. Yeah.
2: Because he's, you know, when he's, he's it's good. that guy's out of control. Like, he's so good, it's crazy. And he's, he's kind of like me. He was like, we're just doing our thing, man. Just doing our thing. Just doing our thing, man. Hey, you got any beers? Um, but if you, once you play, it's the wood choices that obviously set me apart in my finish work, but it's also the hardware, but it's all these like nth degrees, all these little, you know, cuts by a thousand, uh, uh, death by a thousand cuts, but it's like a better guitar by a thousand tiny improvements, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, that's why when people pick it up, they're like, "I it's not a telly, but it's like, what the hell is it?" Like they don't know. And I, I, I'm sold. on the Oz has one over here at Austin Guitar House. He's had for quite some time, and I'm just shaking my head, like, no one's playing it. That, that's not a diss against him. If it was, again, I'd say so. But he's like, th- his shop has got all these guitars, and people go in there and they're like, "Oh, I want a strat," you know, or whatever. But if you play that guitar and you look at it. People are like, oh! In fact, one guy played it. He's like, I can't afford it, but can I buy your pedal? <laughs> I said, sure, yeah. I'll tell a sales a sale, baby. You know, and <laughs> and it goes to the harmony stuff. It's like they've done this so many times, and then somebody came in in '72 and said, if you have these made in Japan or in Korea or wherever, I was from Japan at first. He's like, you know, you can make more money per unit. That's all that was. You know. Yep. Yeah. It's all it was. And I, I'm not going to fault somebody for doing that, but it, it just it completely devalued their brand, you know, and that's on them. But so what? They, they probably got their money and walked away from it, shuttered the doors and lived a happy life. But, Maybe. you know, it's not it, what I want to do. Maybe,
1: seemed, well, it, you know. It kind of seemed like once Harmony went overseas, the brand was on a, on a pretty runaway roller coaster out of business real quick.
2: Yeah, but I would say it even, it started before that. I think you're try, you know, and I don't know all the details. And believe me, I think it would be
0: yeah, that, it might a Herculean be, it might effort be to get the, those details. Uh, the cart before the horse a little bit, because right? I mean, it was, they yeah, could, it was yeah. probably on a pretty substantial decline behind the scenes, which is you know. Nobody and was I really aware of before. And that's like, why we're when, we're when save I save all this money and move Harmony to Japan and it'll blah, blah, blah. But really it was just, a, you just taking the, the head anyways. right there. Yeah.
2: And I've, with the, I got a, a rebel out here. Uh, they have influenced me that the, this rebel and and some of those early rockets is like the, the, the magpie is going to have similar construction now instead of being a solid body. But this rebel I got was built in 72. And you look at the way this thing is built and I'm like, if they could have held on, want a little better marketing and held on one more year they might have been able to turn the corner in chicago because that thing is really really nice now the finish is crap because i hate the color uh you know but and i want to make it mine but other than that you're just kind of like they're so close they were so freaking close like it's such a clever guitar now they had the sliders you know on the the pick guard for your volume yeah, yeah, and you know yeah. and all that crap and like, it didn't come with any of that and I was like great so I don't have to worry about recycling it but that's the other thing about the the, the two sides of the same coin is like what do you learn from harmonies and K's and airlines and Silvertones Danos and Tyscos that you bring to the Cardinal table it's not like these guys were doing all you know all their work was terrible of course not but if you can bring some of that back to the you know into what Cardinal is doing that's how Cardinal started with an older, an older idea that just fell by the wayside for no other reason that harmony just didn't have the marketing for it or whatever the reason was, you know, like mm, that's a good box. I'm going to build that box. I'm going to make the magpie into this box. I'm going to wind the pickup this way. And Michael's going to make a tailpiece like this. I'm going to put this scale length on it. It was like, boom, 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 boom. There you go. Magpie reimagined. Thanks, harmony.
1: <laughs> so, when you okay. got all that, Did you get yeah, all that. You know, Casper and I are having a good time with an episode when we're like listening so intently that the, that in this case, you get done speaking. We just sit here in silence. and we're like, Oh, right. We're, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we're supposed to be re- seeing. Now I
2: almost things. believe that because as I used to tell my daughter, as she was sitting in the car seat behind me and I would say something ridiculous, like, you know, Hey, that fart was not that bad, you know? <laughs> and she, you know, she didn't say anything. And I said, I can hear your eyes rolling.
1: <laughs>
2: and I was like, you guys start talking like that. Be, be careful. I can hear eyes roll.
1: No, no, I'm, no. Oh my no. God. He shut up. We're, we're genuinely sitting here. Like just thinking about it. Cause I mean, anybody that's ever listened to the show and Casper has mocked me quite a few times for my, uh, the love of him. Uh, anybody that listens knows, like I'm, low key obsessed about, or with uh, old harmonies and, and right. uh, you know all their subsidiary uh, <laughs> titles that slapped across ver- the headstocks for various sure. people.
2: Sure. Barclay Holiday, you know, yeah, I, I uh, Alden I love them
1: the pieces. Sure. Um, to a to a degree, they don't deserve. <laughs> but yeah, deserve but love at is the love. same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah no d- take the take the accidental silences for what it is which is just me just like oh man he's he's making so many interesting <laughs> <laughs> done and done tell me about this more
2: <laughs> right tell me more of this stuff that might be true <laughs> So uh... you, already, you already
1: brought up okay I'm gonna switch gears here so you already brought up one thing that I wanted to make sure we brought up which was armadillo because I I love armadillos hardware and stuff I did a custom, that's the truth did a custom build for a guy? Geez, got to be 11 12 years ago shout out to Kelly for the telecaster um, did a telecaster for a guy years ago used all armadillo hardware on it that just solid brass glory that he's uh, m- machining down there and um, yeah so you, you've made this design choice because I I think when somebody goes off 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 main Street with their design choices um, as you've clearly done time and time again you, and you've said it yourself it's kind of to You you know, just kind of buck the stodginess of
2: (laughs) by choice, right? uh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know the market uh, Um, for better or worse. Yeah, you're
1: making, you're making the choice to not go to, well, Goto or the usual hardware suppliers. You're using Armadillo, which is, I think, brilliant. I think his stuff is better than most people's by a wide degree. Um, I, I, although we're in this golden era there's like, there's quite a few hardware makers out there now that I think are doing. There
2: are now. Stuff. Yeah. There are others, but Michael and I have been working together for almost 15 years. Yeah, so it's he, like, you
1: he know. was an early, early guy changing the hardware game. And I think his influence is obvious.
0: Yeah. I think we were talking about actually getting in touch with him for the bridge on my, my Aria. Yeah. Cause it's that high mass countersunk it's, thing. It's, it's huge. Goodness. and I yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: We were. Yeah. For the, yeah. Your solid buddy. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, cause he, he does stuff and I don't know how much custom stuff he does anymore, but
2: not very uh, much. Uh, he works a lot with, you know, the tele crowd for sure, because that's, uh, the indexing on a lot of that, the, the tele bridges is, is very consistent. So we he makes tele that it's all up, you know, a two and an inch string spacing and the, yeah. the whole out is all the same and so on and so forth. Yeah. But he's also works with a lot of other, uh, uh, builders, uh, out there, which he prefers to a certain degree, um, and I'm not getting in, him in any trouble when I say this. It's just that that when these builders they come to you and they're like, "I need this exactly," you know, because we've done we we know who, what we're doing as far as this particular build is concerned. So you go with dimensions and materials, and he can, you know, I mean, he he can knock it out. He can get it done. Um, but it's it's the the custom work can be, you know you know, for the end user can be difficult because these guys come with good ideas, but they don't always convey the idea in a way that Michael can understand it as a machinist. So, yeah. and and I'm not being diplomatic here. I'm sure he has his share of people that he doesn't like dealing with and vice versa, you know, but, um, I, he is, is just so good at what he does that when somebody wants, you know, an Andy Summers tally bridge with those kick-ass saddles, it's like, Yeah, go see this guy, you know, go see Michael because what he's doing is insanely good, you know, but it's not for everybody. You guys know that I, I age my hardware Now I do what I call an ambient age where I'll buy stuff, you know, a year in advance and I just leave it in the shop. You know, even the shop is climate controlled. You know, there's a, there's enough swings and humidity and so on and so forth. No, not great swings, but it oxidizes, you know, especially the brass and the mild steel. But then there's the other one where I have pre-made patinas that I spray and that may or may not involve a blowtorch, but, um, <laughs> you know, our pop torch at least, you know, but that's but that's kind of like my signature. So that goes to what you're saying I was like, yeah, one of the ways that I can make a Zenith work is people will recognize the bridge. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? they be like, okay, I know what that is.
1: Okay, that's. A- you've gotten signature touches that you've established with with Cardinal that are. That are I think so. I, I, I hope I, so.
2: Yeah.
1: Honestly, the most conservative thing about your your stuff with Cardinal is the fact that your pickups look like very, you know, very much familiar, <laughs> even though you're winding your own stuff, and their reputation. Is
2: true. In, true. And I get interesting. I get some, some trash talk from Pete about that. Um, and he's right because, you know, I'm, I'm working on kind of this ferrite magnet pickup that I've wanted to do for the longest time. And of course you have some of the ferrite options in the, the gold foils that everybody knows and loves now, thanks to, you know, Jason Lawler. Mm. Uh, but he's like, man, you, you got to experiment with some of this stuff. And I was like, man, my first pickup was just my naivete working out you know, like it just happened to work and it didn't, but it, it's hard to convince somebody to sell buy your pickup when it's not in a conventional mount. You know, I was like, well, if I don't like it. I can't put a P90 in there. They're not wrong. That's true. Yeah. You know, so I'm not, I'm just repack in the process of repackaging. I have the Cardinal original and the Cardinal high output, which I call the Cardinal. O. um, And they're just going to be in uh, like a a Firebird pickup ring, you know. So it's the exact same pickup, uh, but it's just in a different mount. That's it. Mm -hmm. And I just want people exposed to these because I thought I'd reinvented the pickup and it was the greatest thing since sliced uh, Cheerios or whatever the hell it is. And uh, Steve over at Austin Vintage said, hey, I pulled this pickup out of this – thirties recording King, uh, 38, 39. He said, Will you rewind it for me. And I was like, I get a shot or whatever, you know, I got the pick up and took it apart. And lo and behold, it was exactly like my <laughs> original pickup. And ain't nothing new fellas. So I felt like, okay, they put this in a, you know, basically a dog ear, you know, uh, cover. And I thought, well, I still embrace my naivete and it turned out to be a nice pickup. In fact, I like mine better than the Gibson, you know, then yes, the Gibson sounded, the recording King sounded really good, uh, once I was done with it. Uh, but I appreciate that people see that you said like the most, like the tip of the hat to, to the market is like, yeah, that's a telly pickup. But I wind it to 8K, and it's so randomly wound, and the way that I dampen the coil, and then, yeah, you know, no, how I, I charge my I, magnets, I, it turns I, into something else.
1: I certainly hope nobody listened to me saying that. Thought I was important no. was a standard pickup. No, I don't think
2: they would. Not at all. I was just clarifying on my end.
1: Yeah. That's all. <laughs> um, and I also think there's a benefit to, to the fact that your, your pickups are in, uh, you know, quote-unquote standard sizes. Um, sure yeah i mean uh, i mean uh, it makes it easier to sell
2: yeah it just does i mean i hate to admit it but this is a business
1: yep casper's got about nine guitars behind him and uh, sure it'd be cool to see some cardinal pickups in one of them <laughs>
2: so, yeah. uh, i'll take it i'll take a sale any way i can get
1: it <laughs> just saying casper you a know, mustang there could use some cardinal pickups yeah it could. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm always spending Casper's money for him.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh God. Yeah. That's his SG parts.
0: <laughs> Actually, that one was all me.
1: Yeah. That, that yeah. totally, I had nothing to, do, had with nothing
0: that to do with that one. Ah, Al is, is an SG elitist. And he was like, you're doing what you're taking the factory knobs off. <laughs> I'm like,
2: I'm kind <laughs> of the same way, dude. I am.
0: I, and I'm like that
2: with cars and I am like that with, with, With older guitars, it's like, you know, I sold that SG, my original SG years ago, and and I don't wish I had it back, but if I still had it, I wouldn't have changed a single thing. I could set that thing up just perfectly every time, and it intonated well. The pickups are way too microphonic, but then, you know, what are you going to do? But like, oh, put new knobs on it. If you touch it, I'll kill your dead grandmother
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> in front of your dead grandmother. There, there's some, There's just
1: some guitars that for me, I wouldn't change a damn thing about them. And most of the time, that's an SG. Um, when it comes to, I'm I'm the opposite when it comes to Fender. If you put a Tele in front of me, I will think of about 80 different ways I want to modify it. And same with Strats, uh, I will. There's just no, they're not sacred to me that way. <laughs>
2: yeah, No. And I think that's a good point when you say sacred, because that goes to what you've been talking about here, as far as the, the, the entrenchment of, uh, of what the electric guitar is supposed to be. Um, I have a good friend of mine uh, back in New Orleans. He's about my age and probably one of the best drummers in all of New Orleans. Super talented guy. We played music for years. And he said, uh, and I'll spare you the New Orleans accent, but he said, "Man, I want to, I want to start playing guitar. I want one of these old Redbirds." And I said, "Cool, let's look at this Vanguard that nobody likes, and I'm going to build it to suit you." You know, he said, like, "Great." And of course, he's good, which really infuriated me as he played guitar. But <laughs> he, it, what I like about him is that he has this toolbox approach, which is like many of my customers. So he found an early, like a 92 made in Mexico Telecaster with Nashville style bridge on it, the whole thing. He said, should I buy it? I said, well, what's the price? You know, and he got it. And the first thing he wants to do is he wants, he said, I don't like these knobs. I can't feel them. Can you get me some Cardinal knobs? Like he's not making changes because like you were saying, because, you know, you can look at something and go, okay, I would do this, 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 and this just because you can, not that you were, but it was for function, you know? And I said. Alan, you were the best and worst cardinal customer. I mean, cu- guitar customer on the planet because you're not buying 10 Telecasters. You bought one. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he said, can you know, he put one of my bridge pickups in it and I'll, his words were, oh, ooh, I get it now. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I said, man, that there ain't nothing special about that pickup. man. you told me that it was a made in Mexico Telecaster and you gave me the weight and all this other stuff. And I was like, that's standard for me. You know, like I didn't like, Oh, this is for my buddy. You know, I was like, no, you're getting what you get. Like, this is what I do. But that's, I, I love those kind of people. So, uh, but so if somebody wants to keep their, their SG pristine, uh, I support that. <laughs> but if you want to turn your Telecaster into a, you know, a rat rod
0: or a mutt, uh, I support that.
2: <laughs> you know, like, I don't care. What makes you happy, man?
0: Life's short. I should, probably shouldn't tell you. I put my SG in my drill press. <laughs> I look. <laughs> uh,
2: I again again. I, I it, the P nineties wouldn't fit in it. Well, you know, that, that's you could have bought a cheap router and made a jig, I but could've. I'm not gonna you could have but you did. It and did. that's that's why they pay me and, and my ilk <laughs> to do such things.
0: That's right. <laughs> that's the truth.
1: Yeah. I mean uh, like I love I love modded guitars. Yeah. And I and I love modded you know I do love when somebody does a cool sG mode like I love your I'm looking at your s g now and I'm yeah. loving it. yeah. do would I have had the guts to do it? Not with my only sG
0: yeah, that is my only one yeah you know like
1: that that's See, that's but, where. It but comes I in. didn't
0: but I didn't buy that guitar. So you bought it specifically for this you were, I, I literally went seeking a guitar that was not you know a, an sG standard or anything it was it's a it's a faded t it's <clears throat> it's not it, but it's a no and but it's a main USA Gibson and that's yeah. that was what I wanted.
1: The only thing about that guitar that I was like, oh, I don't know about modifying it was because it had a one-piece body. Yeah. And uh, I was still living under this illusion that, like, that was uncommon with Gibson's because it has been for so, so long. Yeah. And for I don't know why the Faded T-Series seems to get them all the time, but they do. I th- Honestly, I think it's probably got to come down to the fact that that is not Honduran mahogany. That's wherever we find it mahogany that Gibson's yeah. buying for that series. And that's fine. It's not, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just you know, it's, it must be easier to find one piece sized yeah. lumber for that, because um, yeah, I've seen we've seen a few of these for sale now, and it's like, yeah, huh, that has a one piece body, too.
0: and a maple neck. Yeah, what is is the T series, T series, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I
2: know that uh, a good customer of mine, uh, and he, again, he's a toolbox guy. I'm always putting uh, different pickups into one of his Les Pauls, but. Uh, he was at uh, what's the big uh, guitar store out in Santa Monica? I always forget the name. Don't sue me. I'm, you guys are great, but I forgot. It Slipped my mind. But he he had bought a uh uh. It wasn't a custom shop SP, but it was, SG. But it was one of the like historical ones. You know, it was SG Junior. Uh, made by you know, a team or whatever it was, and they're going for thirty six, thirty seven hundred dollars now.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. So I you got a good deal on it. The original you... spec series or whatever. Yeah, that sounds about right.
2: Right. So about a year ago, he brought it to the shop and he said, "I don't like this pickup." And I said, "What's wrong with it?" And he says, "Too polite." And I said, <laughs> "Polite? What do you mean?" And I, I, mean, I because I know nothing of polite. Um, so I plugged it into the satellite, and did my thing. I was like, I hear it. I said, but I mean, it's fine. Like, what do you just, you know, he said, will you rewind it for me? And I said, sure. And I'll charge you, uh, excuse me, I'll charge you extra, uh, because I think you're making a mistake. So, you know, you know, the uh, $75 later, I rewind the pickup and got it in front of the amp. I plugged it in. I was like, oh, okay. Well, it's no longer polite. Uh, i hope I hope you like uh, velvet chainsaw uh, <laughs> and, but I was like uh, but I wouldn't have put that pickup in the guitar. I would have put the- the Gibson back in. I just would have you know, so again, it's like to to each his own, but it's like boy, Gibson nailed this guitar, fret work, the nut, tuners, the wiring. I know it's a simple guitar it's quote unquote simple there's no simple guitar at that level. The finish was superb. You know, it was intonated, the whole thing. And yet, people like to rag on Gibson. It's fine. Go right ahead. I don't care. You know, do what you got to do. But you can't argue with results when they're right in front of you. You know, you got to tip your hat to somebody put together an excellent guitar. So much so that I didn't like my pickup in it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I kind of like the original. So, I'm I, trying to show that I'm being honest.
1: <laughs> I, I, I like vintage, the vintage original spec line. Um, I don't like the prices. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah, I think for, you
2: know, of course you're paying for that name and so on and so forth, but at least you're getting, at least on this guitar, a very high level a very you know, of a bill quality. Now I will go back to what you were saying as far as like woods are concerned. One of the big deals for Cardinal from day one, it wasn't just woods that were, uh, reclaimed or local woods, and to use a lot, lot local woods like pecan and the occasional mesquite top, which I'm now seeing people use mesquite. and I'm like, hello, 15 years ago, bro. <laughs> uh, you, you were the
1: first guy I've seen using it since I don't think he's doing guitars at all anymore. Um, Figa guitars, Figa guitars, never heard of him. News he to was, me, he was doing like hippie wood sandwiches based around like the Ibanez Iceman shape and things like that and-
2: yeah, I could see mesquite would work well for that yeah that's a good idea actually I like the idea but the other thing that I do is like I use I do everything in my power and believe me you're not always right on this is to use materials use woods that are ethically harvested you know I it's like look I'm a big fan of African blackwood you know people say it's uh uh an ebony alternative and so on and so forth. And actually it's an, it's a Dalbergia, it's a Rosewood genus and all that goes blah blah, blah. All I care about is like, these are managed forests in a, in a, uh, in an ecosystem. They're not just, it's just not a, you know, a, a, a plantation and there aren't, you know, 12 year old kids missing fingers, you know, hacking stuff down with a machete. And I was like, I'll do business with these people, you know, cause They get it. They understand that it's a valuable resource that you can't just mow down, you know, and expect it to grow back. Unlike certain pine trees in certain parts of Western countries that are called North America, uh, that make up North America. So again, with the whole, like you go back to the, goes back to the harmony thing too. those. I'll pick a Bobcat. So a lot of Bobcats, right? That the core of that body is three pieces of poplar. Tulipwood poplar, to be specific. Tulipwood poplar is a very close kissing cousin of magnolia. It has nothing to do with the tropical tulipwood. The top and back, that is maple laminate. And it ain't no ten top. It ain't no 5A ten top. What they did, <laughs> so you've got three glue joints just to get the core together and then two glue joints for the top and the back. And the maple takes paint really well. If, for if you wanted a you know a see-through sunburst thing, and then the the poplar, because they would pick you know any other any random piece, they would just paint opaquely. Um, but the funny thing about that is, technically, those are all local woods. Even those fretboards were dyed maple. You know they they weren't bringing stuff in from Honduras or Western Africa or whatever. It was all in their backyard in Pennsylvania, probably, or more likely Michigan, you know. And the cool thing about them is that every one of them, they're so incredibly consistent. And I thought, it was my first harmony that I pulled apart that got me to using Torrified Poplar. I have a source for that. One-piece bodies, and it looks amazing after it comes out of the uh, autoclave. And... I have a customer. I built a uh, a bantam baritone for him with one piece, and he said, "I want a zenith with the other piece." He said, "That's the some of the best sounding stuff I've ever heard." And I was like, "Dude, I will agree with you as soon as your check cashes uh, clears." <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was like, "God, you really are a," and you just bleep it out. I'm not even gonna say just hit, just hit bleep. Uh, <laughs> so. I mean, to say how these things are so intertwined for me, it's, it's more complex than just two different names, but it's, it's, it's an actual, uh, it's not just this offshoot. You can just see that as being, they're, they're, they're synergistic with you, with each other to a certain degree, you know, that you, you, I, you can have one without the other, but you know, Cardinal kind of feeds off some of these old ideas to help me make a better Cardinal. And Lord knows the harmony needs all the help it can get. <laughs> so well, that's where that's the Cardinal advantage for a red bird. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. Uh, I, I'm just going to unceremoniously do this. we got to wrap it up. Um
0: and I, we're gotta, gonna have I to, gotta go get my kid to a dentist appointment. We're
1: gonna have to, right. gonna have to have you on again because uh, it's been a blast.
0: Yeah, I'm not done. Great, had a good um, time. I'm not done.
1: But uh, before we go, where do people best find you? Because I know, uh, unfortunately, and we'll just we don't need to go through the whole hollow blue story, but um, unfortunately, you've had some rotten luck with uh, your your cardinal guitars Instagram accounts getting hacked. Um, so do people best reach you via? Um the old redbird instagram or if
2: they want to get in touch with me on instagram, just go to old redbird guitars uh I check that uh several times a day you can me- message me there you can also there's a link there for my email because old redbird has its own uh website or you can just uh god forbid you email me at you know- uh info at cardinals dot com or go visit my website at cardinalinstruments.com dot com you know uh yeah. And I, believe it or not, I am starting to get people who actually calling me on the phone. Like, I'm so sick of texting. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? And I just made, you know, got this guy on the phone and we were chit-chatting. And he said, well, let me just PayPal you know, Let's get this, you know, get this show on the road. So it's not like you can't get in touch with me. And, and, and the other thing, too, is like, if you're too lazy while you're sitting on the toilet, to go to type cardinalinstruments.com. I don't I can't help you.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm sure we would be fast friends after you washed your hands. But I don't for a second I I want to support that behavior. Because A, what do they say? There's something about that guy I don't like about myself. I've done it. I'm not clicking on that. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing this. <laughs> but if you really dig it and you want to get involved, you want to have a conversation with me, shoot me an email. All you right. call me. 512-297-3859. It's on my web. It's public knowledge. Right. You know, we there can we have will. a chit chat. And I will cuss like you would never believe.
1: It's true. We got a sampling before we
0: hit record. It was magnificent. He's got a talent folks. It was glorious. It's like nobody believes it.
1: <laughs> there were, there was a string of words I'd never heard in my life. And Especially uh, together. Yeah. It yes, was It was interesting. So on that uh, happy note, um, thank you so much, uh, Sam, for your time, for hanging out with us, man. Uh, I'm so glad we got to finally do this. We, we had to cancel once before. Um
2: I knew it would happen. I was, wasn't a big concern. I just left it in you guys' hands because I knew you wanted to do it as much as I did. And, you know, here we are. Now we're done. Now, I had a great yeah. time.
1: Oh, That's two. And, yeah, folks. Let's do it again. You get
2: Adam and I, and maybe I'll get Pete on here, all three of us, and then you will be kicked off of whatever the podcast <laughs> yeah. thing is.
1: Down in the blaze of glory. Because
2: right, let me yeah. tell you, that, that's some, some middle-aged men who really <laughs> don't like taking instructions from others. <laughs>
1: that's... You know, if we're gonna go, yeah, long, it'll be
2: fun yeah. as I, yeah, there's uh, a reason I'm broke. <laughs> so,
1: folks, did, please, please give uh old cardinal a follow on on the old Instagrams. Um, if yeah,
2: check you go to old redbird, just do that like for now. I'll get the other one back up and run or start a new one. Yeah, but come on, it isn't hard, people, it's just not hard. So, old redbird
1: right now, and, yeah, old redbird, and, uh, there's gonna be a cardinal yeah. one eventually. Uh,
2: yeah, like I email. said, I might change the name of Old Red Bro. Email is info at cardinalinstruments.com
1: Perfect. So yeah, give him an email, give him a follow, tell him you love him, buy some pickups, buy a guitar, buy us some pickups. That's yeah. a good option. Uh, yeah, that's good. I'll forever mourn the fact that I didn't pull the, wasn't able to pull the trigger on that blue. blue
2: well, like cat. I said, man, I'm still <laughs> making them. I know. I know. But now I'm charging you double now.
1: Ouch. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week, folks. That's it. Bye bye you